Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends, Silwan here, coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina, the Eagles. Yes, the Eagles, that awesome 70s band had a great song called Take It Easy. And recently, the great William Shatner reminded us why those words are so important in life. Recently, I was reading the UK's Guardian online newspaper filled with all kinds of interesting information, and I came across an interview with a 90-year-old William Shatner of Star Trek fame. It was an interview of kind of about his whole life, what he had learned, things he had done. And he had this to say, talking about his current life in a sense. Living in California, living near his children and grandchildren. And he gave a very <laughs> William Shatner contrarian type answer. Here's an interesting answer, he said perkily. I'm glad I didn't know what you know at 90. <laughs> Take it easy. Nothing matters in. In the end, what goes up must go down. If I'd known that at 20, I wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That at the end of life, you realize, you know what? It really doesn't matter. The only thing that really matters are the, your family, your friends, love, food, Working hard. That's about it. All the other stuff we worry about doesn't matter. Yet, as he puts it, if he really believed that when he was 20, maybe he wouldn't have done anything. Now, I don't know about that. I've got a feeling that maybe you would still do those things. You might just put a little bit less pressure on yourself. You might put a little bit more emphasis on the things that at 90 you realize are important. And instead of waiting till you are old to keep your family close... You do it when you're younger. I like to think that's what we're teaching our kids. We all like eating supper together. We all like going to church together. We all like playing together. The kids, all the ages, like wrestling together, playing basketball to get, get together. Yet, I hope and I observe and I believe that they all understand what's important and what's not important. And they still want to be ambitious, you know. Oldest kids got 4.0 in school. All the kids are very interesting people. Yet, I think in some ways they, they are allowed to succeed because some of the pressure of the world accepting what you do is taken away because of the things we have taught them and give them that really matter. Family, faith, being close with each other. Things that some people don't learn to their 90. Now, as you read this interview... You know, with William Shatner, it was clear his life had been filled with many triumphs, many tragedies. As you can imagine, somebody who, on the one hand, is famous, been in movies, been in TV shows. On the other hand, a lot of divorces, a lot of broken friendships. Yet, he kind of took it all in stride. And ultimately, his solace was what I talk about all the time. When I end the podcast with all the time. His, his solace was the fact that his children and grandchildren all lived within driving distance of him, very close. 
Yet his answer, what I loved about it more than anything, it recognized the great dichotomies of life. That in the end, we just got to accept, you know, sometimes the most meaningful things hurt. (laughs) Sometimes the ones we love can hurt us the most. Sometimes we spend a lot of time chasing things that we think are valuable only to find out that they're not valuable, yet we wouldn't appreciate the things that are really valuable if we hadn't chased those shiny things in the first place. Now, William Shatner's no theologian. It isn't, isn't, isn't his wisdom just as old as the sun? The kind of thing many songs have been written about, many preachers have given a Sunday sermon on. Going back to the, the words of Ecclesiastes, the very first chapter, the very first two verses, really the first couple of lines. The words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Old Captain Kirk was hearkening back to the Old Testament. Now, he's a Jew. He talked about that in his article. He was probably well aware of Ecclesiastes. You could tell later in life he'd taken his faith a little bit more serious. Maybe that was one of the things that later in life helped him focus on the things that matter. Helped him see all the things around him that were meaningless. And hold closer the things that really mattered to him. Yesterday was Memorial Day. It's a day that if you allow it, will allow you to focus on what matters. Think what goes away in that instant that a loved one dies. In that instant that we realize our death is imminent. I remember a police officer I met once. And uh, he told me about a shooting he was in where he was shot. And he's in the middle of the street. He thought he was dying. Couldn't move his body. Blood was pouring from him in multiple places, including the head wound. The blood was coming down over his eyes. He could barely see. He said as he was getting weak and he could tell he was about to lose consciousness, a thought started ringing in his head. It's like he was crying out to God and he said, like he was had this bargain with God. He said, God, I, I, I know I'm hurt, hurt too bad to save, and I'm not going to ask you for that. I'm not going to ask you to perform this miracle to save my life because I, I think I'm too far. He said, but can you just let me live long enough? Can you just let me live long enough to say goodbye to my wife? Now, he wasn't asking for more money. He wasn't asking to work more overtime. He wasn't asking to go on some great vacation. He was asking to say goodbye to his wife, to spend a little bit more time with her. And you know what? On your deathbed, you'll be thinking about the same thing. You'll either be thinking about the loved ones that you want to see, or you'll be in a horror feeling alone, knowing there's nobody that you can see. Either case, today you can do something about it. You can turn away from the meaningless things. The things that come to you in living color and want you to tap, tap, tap away. And you can focus on those people close to you and you can give them an extra five minutes. You can listen a little bit longer. Or you can build relationships. You can share your love with others who need love. 
whatever it may be. But every day we have that choice. Don't wait till you're 90. Don't wait till you're 90. Do it right now. And then guess what? Those years you have left will be filled with wonder. Your stress will recede because usually it's the meaningless things that cause us the most stress. The things that when we're about to go from this life to the next, we're not going to be worried about. We're going to be worried about those people that we live behind. We're going to be worried about, do we follow God? Did we live our faith? Did we love deeply? Did we dare greatly? Were we willing to make mistakes? Were we willing to recover from them? Were we willing to forgive? Were we willing to ask forgiveness? It's all meaningless in the end, except the things that we know that matter. So until next time, my friends, get you a little Star Trek on and you'll aim just a little bit higher, like the Enterprise and Captain Kirk. And when you are focused on those very few things that matter and you turn away from the meaningless things, I guarantee that you'll spread your wings a little bit wider. You'll feel a little bit lighter. And you will be oh so thankful that you're keeping your eyes on the things that matter. And I think that not only that, you'll find yourself a little bit bolder, a little bit more able to reach higher, that life will actually be more exciting because you will truly be free. And in that freedom, you will find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.